Welcome to the Build Your Own Table podcast. I'm your host, Nakia Gray, intellectual property attorney, business coach, author, wife, momager, and biz bestie. I know that creating and leveraging intellectual property is how the wealthiest people in the world acquired their wealth, and I believe it's how you should too. This podcast is dedicated to inspiring and motivating women, particularly women of color, to tap into their own creative genius and use it to create, protect, and monetize their intellectual property so they can build wealth through entrepreneurship. My guests and I are going to share our stories of how we got tired of waiting for someone to give us a seat at the table, so we built our own. If you're tired of shrinking to fit into spaces that weren't designed for you, you're in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hello, welcome to Money Making Mondays. This is the first Monday in February, which is Black History Month. And I would say definitely my favorite month of the year. Um, And so I am going to all month be highlighting um, some of the women that I believe are very strong contributors to Um, business, to our culture, to this country's history, and the different things that they've they've done. And I thought there was no better person for me to kick off this series with than Madam C.J. Walker, who is the first self-made millionaire um, in the United States, a Black woman who really, I just look up to her so much. And I don't know, um, you know, if you have not seen the self-made Netflix series on Madam C.J. Walker, please go and check it out because she is a force to be reckoned with. I am just so impressed um, by her and, and by the things that she has done. Um, she was actually born... Now, we're talking about in the 1800s, okay? So this is long before... Um, you know, she was actually born right after the second anniversary of Juneteenth. So that tells you like what the racial tensions were, what the climate was like in this country. And so she was the first of her parents' children to be born free. So, you know, her parents were slaves, yet she managed to build this business and take it all the way to a million dollars. And so I'm just going to share a little bit about her story before I give you what I consider to be just, you know, um, very poignant um, business strategies that we can all take in and and apply to really take our businesses to the next level. She has built an empire that is still here today, which to me is just so impressive. Um, So Madam C.J. Walker was actually born in 1867. Um, Her parents were former slaves, And, um, and so she was, she was born and then, you know, back in those days, people tend, would tend to, to get married, have children early. And so by the time she was 14, she had already had her daughter. By the time she was 20, she was a widow. So she moved to St. Louis. Her brothers were already there and she was experiencing major hair loss at that time. And that was not uncommon for many reasons. Um, most socioeconomic reasons why a lot of black women were, were struggling with that. And that was from plumbing issues and to all these different things. And so she kind of got in the kitchen and was, you know, stirring things up, making her own 
um, remedies. And so she actually created this concoction that she would put on her scalp, this ointment, and it was making her hair grow. And so because she was a marketing genius, which is why I love her so much, this was this was like a complete game changer. And so she began selling her grower. She then began teaching and 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 built this whole beauty school um empire. She also for her customers after they would purchase the hair grower, she actually would allow them to become independent agents. So she would give them like a wholesale price, they sell it and then they could also earn a commission or or make money from it. So she, this was like unheard of at this time. And so to me, you know, we see a lot of that today. And so for her to have been doing that, you know, in the late in the 1800s is just it just to me so impressive. So um, so she ended up um, doing that and, and really grew. This became, you know, a way for black women to not only improve their own hygiene and their own beauty and help their hair to grow, but it also empowered them to create their own businesses. And so, and to have money. And, and so, and when we as a people have money, it, it has a ripple effect on the community. We're able to donate to causes. She was very um, involved in politics and in making sure that, you know, that there were certain agendas that were being pushed and doing everything that she could um, for the further advancement of black, not only black women, but black people as a whole. And so in her doing that and helping these other women that also helped them to do that as well. So to me, that is just, you know, so impressive and definitely something that I aspire to do in in terms of um, what impact I, when I think about what is the impact that I want to have on the world and on people. That's certainly um, something that that I think I can take from it and something that I think that you can take from it. We can all learn from that. Um, okay, so I am going to give um, what I consider to be my top three strategies of things that I learned from um, Madam C.J. Walker. Number one is she built a brand telling her story. I think that this is probably a, a strategy that every one of us can implement. And the truth is that when, when it comes to your business, whatever it is that you're selling, whether it's services, whether it's products, People don't buy your products or your services just because they buy your story and they can't possibly buy your story if you haven't shared it. Um, what I love about uh, Madam CJ Walker's story is that, first of all, she was very authentic and, and showed up and showed people what her own struggles were, what her own insecurities were regarding her own hair loss. Um, there are pictures, there were, there were ads, there were pictures. She would pay to run ads in the paper. She would actually use herself as the before and after. So she was showing her own hair loss, which to me is like, okay, now this is before we have Instagram and TikTok and all of the social media uh, platforms that we have now, but that's what it's all about. And so when it comes to you and your business, whatever it is that you're selling, um, you know, who are you? Why are you in business? What made you start this business? What do you really believe in? What do you stand for? What would you like to see happen as a result of your business? 
All of those things are things that your audience or the people that you want to consume your products and services, they need to know those things. That helps them to make a decision as to why they should choose you or why they should choose someone else. And I'll, and I'll make this important point that the formula that Madam C.J. Walker was using and the formula that has catapulted her into to million, you know, to make millions was not new. It was not something that hadn't been heard of. The, from what I have read, the key ingredient that was in that her hair grower was sulfur, which was not an unknown thing. She just did a very good job of marketing it and really bringing it to people. And so that holds true for all of us, right? Like For most of us, whatever it is that we're doing, I mean, I am a lawyer. I am also a business strategist. I'm not, you know a rocket scientist. I haven't invented anything that isn't already there. It's how I am packaging and how I package it and how I am infusing myself into my brand. And so um, let me know if that makes sense to you. You know, are is that something that you find hard to do? Do you infuse yourself and tell your story um, when it comes to your business? I'll be honest, when I first started, that was not something that I did, partially because as a lawyer, um, I didn't have a lot of examples of lawyers who were um, very out front in terms of their marketing strategy and on social media and things like that. And so um, I didn't really know how to do that at first. I uh, I struggled with that, to be honest. And then when I started to share a little bit more, uh, particularly in my emails, I probably started doing it in my with my email list before social and then on social. I'm telling you, I can send, you know, like the most beautifully written legal article or post it on my blog and nobody will pay any attention to it. But when I share that article, but I'm also telling a story about myself or one of my clients, people are like, oh my goodness, I didn't know that people resonate with that. And so you don't want to just be robotic and just giving people information. You've got to really, and and that's, think about if, if Madam CJ Walker just told people, I've got this hair grower. Um, it has sulfur. It's going to make your hair grow. Okay, well, that might not have been something that people hadn't heard before. But when people got to see her in a vulnerable state, I mean, I can't even imagine that I would ever want people to see me with bald spots or um, hair loss. And I'm going to take pictures of those and put those in a, pa- in a newspaper that is published for all to see. So I think, you know, that strategy works because people connect to you and to your story. So strategy number one is that she built a brand by telling her story. Okay. Strategy number two is she created a system that empowered others. This right here, you all, this is the key. Okay. So often we have the solution. We have figured out the problem and we want to hoard it all to ourselves. We want to be the only one who knows how to do this. What Madam CJ Walker did was she, first of all, she created a system. So she knew that not only did women want this, uh, this miracle hair grower so that they could grow their hair, but that women needed to feel empowered, that they needed to make their own money, that they needed to be able to, to have, um, 
the chance to build their own economy, so to speak. Okay. And so she capitalized on that. She, she saw the need. And so she created the system. I was, um, I found this one ad that she had and I loved that she wrote this on there. She had on there where, where she's selling her hair grower, open your own shop, secure prosperity and freedom. She was selling them freedom. She was selling prosperity. She empowered these agents and she called them the, the Walker agents. So after you purchase, she would allow you to become an agent. And as an agent, you could make your own money. You could set your own hours. You had the freedom. You didn't have to necessarily work for the white folks, which is what a lot where a lot of black people were um, during that time. So I think that that was like genius, right? Like that is the key. She had the her intellectual property, because that's what we're talking about here. This is her intellectual property. She had a system. She used her intellectual property to create a system. This is how this works. And so when you have a system and that's your intellectual property, it can be duplicated over and over and over and over to one million, two million, ten million, a hundred million dollars. That's the key. That that's like the sweet spot. Okay. She was selling them a new lifestyle. She had the formula and then she was able to easily duplicate it. That is the key. You know, I, I can, I'll use myself as an example. I know exactly forwards, backwards, and every which way what a business owner needs to do to set their business up to be protected and to make more money. I've done that 500 million times. When I have the formula, and I can say, okay, you do this a step one, you do this, you do this, you do this, and you do this. I can teach that to other people so that they can do that same process, right? And I don't have to only get paid when I actually do those five steps for people. That's the same thing that, that, um, that Madam CJ Walker is doing. So if the only way she could make money was when she herself physically sold a hair grower, she would have to be working all the time. And if she wasn't working, she wouldn't make money. But when she created a system for how to sell the, the hair grower and she could train other people on how to sell the hair grower, now she can go to, um, to, to Memphis for a march and there could be agents all over that are selling her hair grower. They're making money. So she's empowering them to create um, an, a revenue stream for themselves. And she's making money as well. That is the key. And that really, that strategy of creating a system. And remember, that system is your intellectual property. Intellectual property truly is the basis for how you build wealth in your business. Because... It is the way that you get out of showing up to do something each time. And the only way that you make money is tied to your own efforts, to you being able to use your intellectual property to work for you and earn money that way, right? So strategy number two is to have a system and, and empower others. And those others could be your clients and your customers. So in my case, I have done it in more than one way. I've done it with um, and being able to empower my clients or people who don't necessarily want to hire me or can't afford to hire me, they I can show them and empower them in, in how to get those same results by doing it themselves. 
but I could also do that with other lawyers. I could teach other lawyers who may not know that system or who may practice, you know, some other type of law who want to start to practice business law or IP law. I could also teach that to them. And so I believe that every single service provider, every single business owner, every single person who hasn't even started a business has something that you know how to do that you could package into in the and in, in create an intellectual property product or offer that you can protect. You've got to protect it first because we don't want to share it without protecting it and then use that to leverage and teach other people and you earn as well as they benefit as well, right? That's like a win-win. That's the sweet spot, okay? So that brings me to strategy number three, which is she left a legacy. And that's how you leave a legacy because you have created intellectual property. You have protected intellectual property, which she has done. The, her trademarks are owned to this day. Her products are still being sold. There's no way they would be able to do that without trademarks, right? If, if her family um, did not have the rights to her name, and to her products, then they would not have been able to continue to, to do that. And so that's how we leave a legacy. We create intellectual property that can continue to earn our for our kids, our grandkids, our great grandkids, and on down the line, right? That's really how you're able to do that. And so the fact that Madam C.J. Walker did this in um, over 100 years ago means there's no reason why you or I can't do the exact same thing. Um, if we really want to um, create generational wealth, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I know um, that her granddaughter was very involved in um, the, the Netflix series. And so I'm not really sure how many lines there are at this point, but I just can't even imagine that being like my aunt or her, you know, my grandmother or my great, great grandmother. I mean, just look at how, from generation to generation, it is passed down. And to this day, you go in Sephora, you are going to see some of Madam C.J. Walker's products, which to me, that's just, um, just very, just, I'm just so proud of that. And, and for her to have been able to do that in those times and to become the first self-made millionaire in this country as a black woman is like, you know, to me, that's just, I just get so excited just even thinking about it. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, remember to hit subscribe. And to stay updated, head over to buildyourowntablepodcast.com to connect. I'm Nakia Gray. I'll see you next time.